Welcome back in our series about stories for macOS and iOS. So in this video, speaking of iOS, this is what this video is all about. I'm going to use stories on my tiny little iPhone 5s, uh, which you know has seen better days. Well, not not has seen better days. It's been it's vintage 2013, so it's now five years old, but it's still running iOS 11, and I believe it's even gonna run iOS 12. And uh, of course, at the very front here, I have Storyist on here. So uh, let's have a look what that looks like on iOS. When I open it, I get to see all the documents that are currently associated with the folder in which I'm storing documents. I highly recommend you don't store documents on the phone, but you store them in the cloud so that they can sync up with the desktop version of Storyist. So although most of the features have been ported to Storyist for iOS over time, it is still meant to be a kind of cut down version of it. So it doesn't allow you to create ebooks with it, for example, and it doesn't have all the um, export options that the desktop version has. So uh, it's just something to keep in mind. So I see this very much as an addition to the full version of Storyist uh, for Mac, and that's where most of the work gets done. But you can indeed take your iPad or your iPhone and uh, grab a, a separate keyboard uh, with it and connect that via Bluetooth to your phone and then keep uh, do, do a writing session in the coffee shop without a laptop or a um, you know, just just with just with your mobile phone, and it's great for correction. So this is what I'm using it for as well. If I either read something like my my latest um, draft on an e-reader, like my good old-fashioned Kindle keyboard over here, I can sit in the park and read that. And when I find something, I can go and um, make that correction without having to have any other hardware with me. So that's what that's really good for. So um, this currently is uh, th this represents all the files that are in the cloud folder that I'm using. And I believe I can have a look at that under edit. And uh, this is this is something where I can now uh, pick a document and then either uh, duplicate it or delete it or with a little um, umbrella thing up here, I can see what versions have been saved with that document. So we've talked about versions before. This little guy here, this is a duplicate button. This guy would mean uh, share this document with somebody else. And of course the trash can icon means, you know, get rid of it altogether. So in this case, perhaps I can do that. Let me just delete that, uh, delete selected item. There we go, screencast two is now gone. I believe stories screencast, those are kind of notes that I've made for uh, for this very screencast. So I can have a quick look in that. If I tap it, then it opens and it has everything that uh, that I want to talk about. So here, the, all the, everything with an X is uh, is the stuff that we've already done. And then everything without an X is uh, is not done. So I believe we've done the dark interface. You just park your cursor there and you start typing if you're so inclined. And I believe we've also talked about writing goals. So this one is now stories for iOS. So I'm going to put an X in front of that as well. So creating eBooks and creating PDFs is coming up next. <laughs> If you're if you're done typing, uh, you can you can of course you know double click a word and then uh, select this um, icon here, the double A icon. If you do that, then you get some of the formatting options. So if I wanted to uh, write that in bold, I can do that, or I can untick bold and and uh, tick the I for italics, or then U for underline. And you have several options for the spacing options, the list options, and what type of style you want to apply here. So you have all that at your disposal. 
When you're done messing with any of these things, you can click that little triangle here and then that'll turn back into a keyboard. Now, uh, sometimes it's really difficult to find the right spot in the iOS document. So usually you take your finger and you hold it on here and then uh, you should get this little um, uh, magnifying glass here and that usually allows you to position the cursor but sometimes it's just very pernickety uh, with where the cursor goes so sometimes you're not you're not going to be successful with that I'm going to be honest with you but the good thing is there is an option of doing it and that is um, this little guy here the two arrows with a with with a bar in the middle and if you tap that then you get a virtual kind of keyboard here and uh, with that those are now representative of the cursor keys that you know and love from your keyboard and you can position your cursor with that so go further left go further right or go up and go down uh, you can do that for characters for individual characters here or for words or for whole paragraphs so that makes navigating the whole document a lot easier and there is the um, I don't know if you know this it's kind of it's been in for iOS for ages if you shake your device vigorously it comes usually comes up with an I with an undo dialogue but uh, that although that kind of served its purpose it really isn't what we what we do with iOS anymore so that's why Steve's also added the undo button here with which you can undo certain steps so that's also good to keep in mind if you want to switch back to the keyboard that's that's what that does here the little keyboard thing and uh, now you can keep typing again and it comes up with word suggestions here and, and all that uh, if you want to go back one step then you have to click this little guy in the bottom here which will make the keyboard disappear and that makes you go kind of into reading mode so um, this is what this is what my document currently looks like notice that I don't see any page formatting so by default what's happening on iOS is that the draft mode is enabled by default but you can disable that and look at the whole page that's formatted and you do that by clicking this little guy here the, um, the kind of the wrench icon when you do that you get to the settings of the current project uh, some of them and uh, there's things like you know spelling that you can explore uh, switch on and off so that's very interesting that that is exposed because usually that's not how iOS works you have to go into the settings app and then either switch on or off auto correction and uh, stories overrides that it's very very good uh, very handy tip to have but the thing that we're interested in is currently in the view section here just like it is on the desktop application so click on that and you can see that draft mode is enabled so if I disable that if I disable that there we go and I click done then I can see that this is how my page is currently formatted and there's only one page so I can't really scroll uh, up and down but I can zoom in and out with gestures so I can do that and then have a have a bigger look and I can even position the cursor and keep typing in that mode if I'm so inclined and then of course I want to switch draft mode back on then it's this little um, thing in the middle again hit that uh, wrench icon under view switch on draft mode and that's that under view also this is another thing that I find interesting sometimes to look at it's the document info and that gives you an idea about the current word goal and how many pages your document has and you know it's just something nice to to look at and if you're ever interested in that and you're on the go this is where to find it now let me go and uh, go back to the document chooser view that's down here and one step further back 
will get me into this. And uh, notice that little cloud icon that appears followed by that little arrow icon here. So what Stories does there in the background is that little cloud icon that we saw here a minute ago. That means it zips up the whole document. That takes a little bit of time. And then that little arrow means it is currently uploading the document to the cloud. So that's something uh, to keep in mind. As soon as that arrow is gone, the document has populated to the cloud and is now available on the other computers. Well, at least it's available in the cloud. And as soon as the other computers download it, then it's available to, you know, for further faffing around on other devices. Sometimes synchronization inconsistencies can happen. And that's usually down to one document being open, having changes not having been populated into the cloud, while the same document is also open on another computer. So that's kind of a mistake that can happen uh, to avoid that. I mean, stories will never discard any of your changes. It will just flag up, hey, you know, this document has a version inconsistency. Which version would you like to keep? Which version would you like to open? And then at that point, you can either save both versions and worry about it later, or you can discard one version and keep working with another. But to avoid such inconsistencies altogether, what you can do is make absolutely sure before you open your same document on another device, make sure you've closed it on this device. So if you see this dialogue here or this this kind of this thing, then that means all the documents are currently closed. Whereas when you see something like this, that means your document is potentially not closed. Or if you see something like that, your document is not closed, has not saved and has not populated to the cloud yet. So do yourself the favor, avoid all these inconsistencies by making sure once you've done with an edit, just go back to this screen and then you know you don't have those types of problems. Let's uh, quickly talk about uh, this one. I think the, the screencast document, that's the one that I've shown you on the uh, computer. I've got exactly the same as before. I've got when we're talking about writing goals, I've made that folder and I've got these uh, two extra documents in here. And um, uh, this is my test manuscript with the three chapters. If we open that, we should see them chapter one and a lot of lorem text. And then somewhere further down, we have chapter two and so forth. Let me show you how to insert new chapters and new sections into chapters just so that we're on the same page here. So if I scroll to the very bottom of my document and I just uh, hit return a couple of times and I'll just call this one here chapter, whoop, chapter four and I hit return just like on the desktop version then uh, this would be chapter four. There. If I wanted to dedicate this chapter four, again, I park my cursor somewhere in that word or at the beginning of the line, it doesn't really matter. And then I can tap this uh, AA icon here, which gets us into the kind of font formatting. And on the last tab here where it says style, this is where now all my styles will appear. So I can now make this a chapter title. And as soon as I do that, it seemingly disappears again, but that's exactly like the um, desktop version works. So as soon as I scroll further down, there's my chapter. And um, this is now the, this would be chapter four. And the same happens for uh, section. So if I wanted to, um, this is kind of, you know, section uh, one up here. And then if I wanted to uh, place 
this hash mark again it works exactly the same way i go to the aa thing again and under style i select section separator which will put my cursor into the middle and then all i have to do is actually type that section separator which again with a little arrow icon it goes back to this and um, the the hash mark is hidden under the one two three key and then under the hash plus equals key and that's my hash mark here hit return next section begins here full stop excellent you can also use the dictation feature uh, with with this so if you if you have large passages to type you could uh, you could you could use that the quick gray fox jumps over the lazy dog full stop And then you just hit that little icon um, and uh, and then you go back into there. So that is the, the power of iOS allows you to just, you know, type without actually typing. So it's very exciting. But I think it's most useful either with an attached keyboard, with a full-sized keyboard, the Mac keyboard, or any other Bluetooth keyboard, or in fact um, for corrections while you're reading something. Um, yes, let's have a look for a section in here. So again, click this little icon here. Uh, go into full screen mode and then you can see that little search icon as soon as you tap on that and as soon as you tap on that there we go then you can type in what you're looking for so in my case perhaps i'm looking for fox or no in fact let's let me look for lorem and see how many times lorem ipsum is happening here uh, click that little search button and it'll tell you where lorem is there we go it highlights it here and uh, you have these two buttons which with which you go further and back so the next time lorem appears here and the next time it appears here and so forth if you want to correct one of them you can just tap into the text that means you get out of edit mode or you can also click the little done button at the top next to the search bar and uh, then you can correct that word if you're so inclined or you can also perform the substitutions by going back to your search icon and then opening that little disclosure triangle here and that will now allow you to replace lorem with something else. So lorem, I don't know, lorem ipsum. Some, there we go. And if you do that, you would now head, uh, click search at the bottom. That will show you the next iteration of that. And that will now allow you to replace this one iteration. So if I hit that, then out of a sudden lorem has been replaced with lorem ipsum. And now, of course, it says lorem ipsum ipsum, which is also not what we want. So, but, you know, it, does, it demonstrates the principle. The one thing we haven't shown yet, I'm going to just click uh, the done button here to get out of that mode, is um, where are these little um, sections and where can I move them around? Where's the outline of that? So there's, there's two ways of doing it. There's, one is this button down here. And when you click that, you get your not the outline view but you get the index card view and the index cards here work just like the, the same as as above you you hold one down and then you move it into another position and look all the color coding that we've applied on the desktop version is still applicable here so it's very exciting but uh, the other view is also available and that is this uh, little button down here so if i switch back first of all, i'm going to switch back to my draft view over here and then i'm going to click this guy down here and uh, that now shows me the whole um the kind of the whole document tree inside my document uh, this is currently that folder i've made but inside that document here we have 
the uh, chapter and subchapter and section set up and that means I'm, I'm supposed to click on this guy here and as soon as I do that, then I basically get another, this is called a table view, I believe in iOS. So uh, you see this whole thing, you can use these little disclosure triangles to close whole sections down. Notice one thing that you can indeed change the descriptions of these things. So I can just tap into here. Whoops, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I Jesus, I didn't mean to do that. So <laughs> I'm going to hold on to this and then I can... Uh, just type something else into here, like say demo section, and I hit done, but I can't actually move these things around. I may be able to do with edit. Yes, actually I have to do with edit, there we go. And if you do that, then this, this table view becomes editable. And now that means that these little things I can use and uh, move the whole thing around. So if I'm gonna move the demo section between Dave and the office and the coffee shop section, I can do that. And you can just about make out that the text on the right-hand side has changed for that. Depending on a larger screen, you'll probably be able to see this better. Or on the iPad, for example. It's very exciting to see that on the iPad. And you can also delete things from here. And you, as soon as you hit done, then, you know, that is, that's kind of done. There's one other thing, and, and all table views on iOS have that in common. If you hit that edit button again, uh, you now have that plus button. So if you do that, then you can add a section, a chapter, or a subheading, depending on what you have Defined. So subheading, that's another additional outline level that we've defined earlier. And uh, by default, I believe you were going to have the section and the chapter. So depending on where you, how you want to work, you can either go into the text and place a hash mark for a section or uh, type something like a chapter heading and then format it as such. Or you can use this uh, way of adding things into your manuscript and therefore, you know, just make a quick note on the goal. And I think that's all I have to say about uh, stories for iOS at this point. Let me just go back into the whole project main view here. And then you can see that little cloud icon followed by that little arrow icon. And once that is done, this should now all be synced onto my desktop and ready for the pickup there. Yeah, so that's all I can say about the iOS version of Storyist. Uh, I do recommend you get it if you have a Mac and you have an iPhone, which I'm, I'm sure you do, then uh, this is a perfect accompaniment and it has helped me out greatly to uh, just to be more creative because it allows you to literally be out and about anywhere and you go, oh, that would be so good. This one sentence would be so good. Just put it down. Don't put it on the notes application or on the reminders application or some other application. Leave it all in a single application. It really makes your life so much easier. And it's one of those things you can never predict where creativity strikes. So I, I, can, I can only say praise for stories for iOS. If, it will, if it's used in conjunction with um, stories for Mac. I hope you liked this video. In the next one, we're gonna discuss how we're gonna export eBooks and PDFs. That's gonna be a couple of videos there. Um, if you like this video, please share it with friends, families, and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I will see you next time. Take care, bye-bye.